Hello and welcome to Glow and Tell. I'm Laura. And I'm Karina. And we're twin sisters who love to share our obsession with all things beauty. On this week's episode, we are going to do a deep dive into the world of skincare and more specifically, how to build a skincare routine. This is going to be quite a long episode, so we will not be doing a double take. Rather, this entire episode is going to be a double take because me and Karina both have different skincare concerns and different skin types. So if you are like us and you love skincare or if you are not like us and you kind of want to dabble into skincare, if you want to make a basic routine for yourself, this is going to be the episode for you because we are going to break down everything that you need to do in order to build a skincare routine, whether you have five minutes or an hour to get ready. And ready, Karina? Oh, I'm so ready. This is going to be a good one. Buckle up, guys. Uh, Grab a snack. Maybe grab a glass of wine. Maybe grab a sheet mask. Maybe grab a sheet mask and enjoy it. while. Mask while you listen, guys. Yeah, mask while we break down how to build a skincare routine. To begin this episode and to begin your journey into a skincare routine, you want to first start out by determining what your skin type is. Now, these skin types are very common, um, but not so black and white as what people um, tend to market their products for. So you've heard of a dry skin type, you've heard of combination skin type, and an oily skin type. And a lot of people kind of have different zones on their face that are either more dry or more oily. And so a lot of people can also think of their skin as being quote unquote normal. Um, And that's not to mean that normal means great. It means normal for them, meaning there is a balance of oiliness and dryness, but neither one is overpowering. There's not an overpowering amount of oil and there's not a lot of dryness. They are trying to just like calm skin kind of in between Karina I think you would also determine your skin type as a normal skin type right right and your skin type your skin type can also change during different months of the year Mm -hmm. so some people who are tend to be more oily in the summertime because usually heat will kind of like trigger that um, sometimes they might find themselves becoming a little more of a combination or even dry skin in the winter Um, It just kind of depends on the climate that you're in and Mm -hmm. also obviously your skin type. It's completely personal. And even though there are just three major skin types, dry, combo, oily, there's a whole spectrum of like what's in between. Like my skin type can be different day by day sometimes. For sure. So the first thing that we are going to say, we want to introduce our skin types. So Karina, why don't you start us off first with your combination skin type? How would you describe your skin. So I would um, describe it most of the time it would be normal. So that is to say I don't get very oily. Um, My skin does make a sheen by the end of the day usually in the t-zone. And Um, what is the t-zone? The t-zone is the area okay so make if you put like your finger across your eyebrows Mm -hmm. and then down your nose you made a t. Okay. So it's the area that's going to be right in the center of the forehead close to like you know, between right the between the eyebrows, mm-hmm. the nose area, and then like your um the 
you just need to know the pores. Usually people have enlarged pores in this area uh, right to the either side of the nose. Okay. Um, that also can include the chin as well. You know what? It looks to me, it, I kind of say it's like a three-leaf clover kind of shape because it goes yeah. in these little like smaller zones that create mm-hmm. like a clover shape along your face. Yeah, so I can get a little bit of a sheen there. Um, my cheeks um, do not produce any oil. Okay. Like at all. That's why I love a good dewy highlight. Um, but in the winter, you know, luckily I think it's actually due to my skincare regimen that I haven't had to deal with dry skin in the winter in a long time, which is great because yeah, my skin used to be like literally flaky and that's also probably because, you know, teenagers, hormones, that was probably a big thing. Um, and probably just, we didn't know better. Well, and when we moved to Portland, I'm a very oily skin. Well, I used to be a very oily skin type that has now changed. But I remember our first couple of winters in Portland, the area around my mouth would get so dry and cracked. Yeah. It was so uncomfortable. And luckily, that has kind of changed because I take better care of my skin. And we're going to go deep dive into all of these things. Mm -hmm. Um, So during at the end of the day, are your cheeks uncomfortable feeling? And the area around your mouth, like, just feels fine? Like, everything's okay? My skin used to be dry. Uh um, But now my skin has actually normalized out. And I also think that's because we're getting older as well. You know, my skin's not the same skin as 15 years ago. Right. Um, so, yeah, when I get out of the shower, once I'm once my face is completely clean, if I get out of the shower and if I wait too long, like if I wait more than like 10 minutes to start putting on any hydrating items, mm-hmm. my skin does feel tight. Okay. So, it can not crazy uncomfortable, but I can I can tell that right. I need something. Okay. Right out of the shower. Okay. Um, but it it is normal enough that in the morning, like I said, I don't I don't use a face wash in the morning. I use a makeup or I use like a cleansing wipe to just wipe off my nighttime skincare. Okay. And my skin is comfortable. Right. So. Um, and so what I would say is when I was a teenager, this is Laura, by the way, I dealt with a lot of hormonal acne and lots of oiliness. And because we lived in a hot and humid climate, that felt very... Um, exaggerated because it was hot and because also I didn't have the skincare routine I had now so I couldn't determine like what products could help that and especially as an oily person you've probably been marketed towards the idea of stripping the skin of its oils is going to be better for you um, which is actually the opposite I feel like more is more when it comes to skincare and nourishing your skin and giving it what it needs. And I also don't quite believe that if you strip your skin, it's going to be more oily. I think your skin is going to be more dehydrated. Um, and we'll get to what what is the difference between skin type and skin condition. Um, but the older I get, and I've been on hormonal birth control since I was 18, so it's uh, been 12 years, and my skin is quite clear now, but I do experience some hormonal um, breakout along my jawline area um, during that time of the month. But overall, I am still on the oilier side. I have enlarged pores in the uh, cheek area and on my nose and in between my eyebrows. And then at the end of the day, I am quite shiny in those areas. And the rest of my face is quite comfortable feeling. But I do know that I can pretty much have a like a an oily sheen across my entire face at the end of the day. So if you want to determine what your skin type is, first of all, get a mirror, get in some good lighting. Look at your skin in the morning. 
are their enlarged pores. So um, larger holes where you maybe have blackheads, you have experienced breakout. Um, do you see any shininess across the forehead, down the nose, in the cheek area? And then feel your skin when it's without any moisturizer. Touch it, feel it. Is there oil? Does it feel tight? Or especially around the mouth areas where people can experience that kind of tight feeling. Yeah, after you... If you wake up in the morning and smile, do your cheeks feel like it, like you're wearing like, oh, if it's really tight, it's going to feel like you're wearing one of those peel off masks. Mm -hmm. Like not as exaggerated as that, but that's what tightness is. That's what we mean by tightness is if, if you smile and your you know, your cheeks plump up, does it feel, you'll know if it feels Yeah, it'll feel like somebody's kind of like pulling at your skin a little bit. Um, and so, and then at the end of the day. Um, whether or not you wear makeup, take a look at your skin one more time. Is it shinier than what it was in the morning? Is it more dull looking? Like, is there any dry patches? If you do wear makeup, does it feel like your makeup is settling into any fine lines or texture at the end of the day? And so that can be an indication that you are dry or dehydrated. Um, And then an excess sheen and oiliness on the skin means that you produce more oil throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's how you determine your skin type. And next, we are going to talk about how to determine skin condition, which anybody of any skin type can experience. Mm -hmm. So after you determine your skin type, if it is dry, if it is normal to combination feeling, or if it is oily, the next thing you want to see is, do you have any specific skin conditions that you want to treat with your skincare? So looking in the mirror one more time, we're going to say, number one, do you have regular acne? And that doesn't mean one pimple here and there. That means a constant few um, areas of breakout. And are they exacerbated during the time of your month? Um, Are they inflamed looking? Do they hurt? Are there those pimples and cysts under the skin? So acne does not just mean a pimple. It means there is active breakout. An active breakout. And an active breakout pretty much all of the time. So that is one skin condition. That can mean you are acneic. And you maybe want to customize your skincare routine around either taking care of the um, acne resolving the issue or giving your skin a little bit more care um, due to the acne because not everybody is super concerned I mean it is a concern for a lot of people but sometimes that's not what everybody wants to do and especially there's a lot of acne um, treatments that are quite drying for the skin and so if you do use something like that or if you're on like Accutane or something that is treating it from the inside out Your skincare routine is super important in giving your skin a little bit more care. Um, Another skin condition which I have is rosacea, and that can mean redness in the skin, but a lot of it is caused by triggers. So my trigger for my rosacea is alcohol. My face gets flushed quite easily when I have alcohol, especially wine. Um over exposure to the sun can also flare your rosacea and not all rosacea looks the same and I have broken capillaries meaning those tiny little blood vessels in my cheeks are permanently damaged they're permanently damaged so they will always be red but I also get flushing of the skin so areas surrounding it get red my face gets hot to the touch and then some people experience um tiny bumps 
lots yeah. of texture and even um like pinprick pimples they're not quite pimples but they're um little pustules yeah. that can appear on the skin it almost looks like an allergic reaction mm-hmm. yeah um and a lot of people with rosacea i have seen kind of like a roughening of the skin yeah so there is like a rougher texture and a lot of t- the times people with rosacea i have seen um at work if they do not treat it the skin gets very flaky and dry and quite thick mm-hmm. um and that is also something if you have access to a dermatologist Go and get it diagnosed if you have a concern about it because there are also a number of ways that you can help mitigate it and minimize your flare-ups. Another skin condition would be somebody who is getting lots of dark spots. So dark spots can um, affect several populations. There's Asian population who are quite susceptible to getting dark spots, and so there are lots of like lightening and brightening creams in that area of the world and they like to brighten the the skin and there are also lots of great acids like um and antioxidants that can help with that um so you really want to take a look if there is something that you have a concern with on your skin that you want to take care of with your skincare that can be a skin condition and next we are going to talk about other lifestyle factors to determine what type of skincare routine is great for you So to begin, let's ask ourselves some questions about our lifestyle. Number one, I would always start with how much time do you want to devote to your skincare routine? There is no judgment here, but some people like to spend a lot of time. They enjoy their routine. It's a ritual for them. And then some people just want to get it done. They want the basics and they don't have time to get ready in the morning. They've got a busy lifestyle. They've got children. They've got a a job they have to get to. So no judgment. Really just determine what it is that you are looking for and we can build a routine together. There is no amount of time that is too little or too much for a skincare routine for the basics that you need in your um, routine. So Next up, let's start with your basics. So in our opinion, I would say the basics of a skincare routine consist of cleanser, serum, moisturizer, and sunscreen. So that is an easy four steps to get you hydrated, to give you a serum, and we will talk about serums, (laughs) that targets your skin condition with your skin type in mind. And then a sunscreen because we all know that sun protection is the most effective way to help reduce and prevent fine lines and wrinkles, dark spots and discoloration. It helps reduce flares of rosacea, Um, but there is also lots of different types of sunscreen. So we will also get into that as well. But these are the four main categories that you should be looking for to start a skincare routine. And then we can move on to the advanced accessories in the skincare routine. (laughs) The extras. Which are going to be the extras, like your masks, like your mists, like your overnight masks, different types of serums, and the concept of skincare wardrobing, which I am a huge fan of, um, which is probably why I own so much product, because as somebody whose skin can change quite drastically from one day to the next, I do like to have um, kind of an arsenal of skincare products to help with those things. And boy, do you. And boy, do I. So let's get into the basics. So if you are somebody 
who has kind of like a norm. I would say anybody can use a cleanser of any sort. Everybody needs to use a cleanser. Please cleanse your skin, especially (laughs) if you wear makeup. Now, not all cleansers are makeup removers. Correct. So we are really big fans of doing a double cleanse at night after we um, get home from work, if we've been wearing makeup and sunscreen throughout the day. So a double cleanse has been popularized by the K-Beauty Explosion. And what that means is that you first take off your makeup and sunscreen with an oil-based cleanser. So something like our cleansing balm. I personally love the Clinique Take the Day Off Cleansing Balm. I have used it for years. Um, Karina, what's the cleansing balm you like to use? Um, I got my holy girl here. It's the Hamish All Clean Balm. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're also cleansing oils. Yep. Um, Some people prefer um, micellar water, micellar. Mm micellar i say micellar i'm gonna say micellar (laughs) um but you know the theory is that oil removes oil Mm -hmm. so remove your especially like stubborn eye makeup and especially sunscreen too a wipe is not going to get all that stuff off you're still going to have stuff deep Mm -hmm. in the pores so you if you wipe it if you um, massage in an oil-based product you're going to break all that down Mm -hmm. and most of them will emulsify once you you know start rinsing it off with water And then the second part of the double cleanse would be a water-based cleanser. Depending on your skin type, there are thousands of different types of cleansers to use. Yeah, there's so many. Um, If you are on the oilier side of your skin, foaming cleansers are usually what people go for. Mm -hmm. Um, I personally go for a gentle hydrating cleanser. So I like the La Roche-Posay hydrating cleanser or also the CeraVe gentle hydrating cleanser Mm -hmm. is great as well. Yeah. Um, it just rinses the excess from the oil cleanse away. And then you're left with skin that's like comfortable and not tight. Right. I love a, I used to love a very rich, like foamy lathering cleanser, but the older I get, the less oil I produce in my face, it just becomes too stripping and drying for me. So my Holy Grail cleanser is the Glossier Milky Jelly Cleanser. It is just a really, it, it's called a conditioning face wash mm-hmm. and that's kind of what it feels like. It's very soft and hydrating and it leaves your skin just feeling fresh, not tight. So find yourself a cleanser and I don't think a cleanser is something you can you need to spend tons of your money on. It's only going to be on your face for a minute tops. Right, and it, and it goes down the drain. It's not something that is sticking to your skin. So I would say go to the drugstore and find something very basic. Yeah. Um, and if you like, and if you'd like to try a double cleanse, I always suggest the Clinique take the day off balm. But there's so many. I think Pons has a cleansing balm at the drugstore. There are mm-hmm. so many different types of oil-based cleansers. Um, do a quick like Google search, Amazon search, see what pops up, and try some stuff. Um, but your cleansers are really important into getting your skin prepped for the skincare that actually will stay on your skin. Yeah, definitely take away, you know, especially if you guys wear makeup, please, please get the makeup off. Do not sleep in your makeup, guys. Yes, don't. Cardinal rule. Sleeping in your makeup is terrible. Skincare, because it clogs your pores. You're going to wake up with skin that, okay, you know when you you wear makeup and you actually take a flight? Uh, yes, the way that's your what it skin feels, like. feels after a flight, it's it just feels icky. Like well, if you gotta, if you guys have had a long night out, you just just suck it up. And if you need to drunkenly keep, stoop over the sink, wiping your mascara or, off with an oil cleanser, just do it. That's when I keep a cleansing wipe around because if I am like so beyond tired, I can't even bother. 
I will at least take a cleansing wipe and take it all off. But even then, I feel like I feel not guilty. clean enough. But, you know, <laughs> that's enough for some people, and that is fine. Um, so cleanser. And also, if you don't rinse off your makeup and cleanse it, cleanse your skin, you are trapping all of the pollutants from the day. Yep. If, if you live in a big city, there's lots of pollutants in the air. That's why all of these companies are coming out with, like, anti-pollution formulas. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just want to take care of your skin. Your skin is, your face is the only one you've got. So yeah. <laughs> treat it gently and treat it nice. And number one, start off with a great cleanser. So after your skin is nice and cleansed, I like to use a serum. And Karina, can you explain a little bit about what is a serum? Well, since you asked, a serum is a very concentrated dose of ingredients that will target a specific concern. Um, Maybe instead of using the 10-step K-beauty routine, maybe you just use a really great serum and that Mm -hmm. kind of combines all those steps into one. Maybe if you don't have enough time, you can just slap on one really good, either an anti-aging. There's a ton of anti-aging serums out there. They're literally serums for every single concern out there um and it's just a nice treat i mean personally i don't find the serum part to be absolutely essential oh to the routine oh but i like it i have opinions on that yeah um (laughs) yeah so serum is just like a powerhouse um product basically yeah so what i would like i always described it as Okay, do you know, remember like commercials, how they would promote drinking milk as a form to get calcium? Mm-hmm. So that's what I think of like as a moisturizer. A moisturizer has a, a tiny amount of like active ingredient, but it's surrounded in this rich, creamy formula. Right. So you're not really relying on that to get your skincare benefit. You mm-hmm. are using a moisturizer to moisturize, right? Yeah. But I think of taking a calcium supplement as a concentrated form of getting that item. so oh, to fill those gaps. Right, basically. and so a serum is a concentrated form of skincare to target specific skin concerns. And I actually believe that your serum is maybe your top most important part of your routine mm. if you are somebody that is looking to correct a specific skin concern like fine lines, under eye darkness, brightness in the skin, reducing dark spots, just preventing um, it's helping anti-aging. Acne. Yeah. So I think a serum can be there are so many out there and it a serum is something for for those of us who want to help a specific concern and a serum is not um diluted down with moisturizers mm-hmm. although some have like a hyaluronic acid, but they are typically a more liquidy thinner formula that you want to use before a moisturizer. So the serum goes onto the skin, the closest to the skin, and a moisturizer helps lock all of that in and keep your skin feeling supple and um, comfortable throughout the day. Um, So some serums that I have, I've got a lot of serums. I love serums. um, And I love (laughs) to experiment with them because there's always something something new new to try. So... On my desk right now, I have the Sunday Riley Good Jean Serum. That is an exfoliating serum. So that is when I use when my skin is looking kind of not as smooth as it could be. Mm-hmm. 
It um, helps with the texture. So it's it helps a, it's with a the chemi- texturizing serum. It's a chemical exfoliant, which means it does not rely on the use of physical action, like yes. a scrubbing mechanism. It relies on um, gentle acid. So this one uses lactic acid to gently slough away right. dead skin cells. And my serums I use in the concept of skincare wardrobing. So when I'm feeling a specific concern coming up that I want to help mitigate, I pick a different serum based on those needs. I don't pick like a different moisturizer. Mm-hmm. So the serum is always the thing that I kind of switch up. Um, and so the next one that I also have is a Sunday Riley CEO serum. And this is a, it's called a rapid flash brightening serum. So it's a 15% vitamin C serum. So 15% seems like a lot. No, it's really great. Oh. I think you can, you can, I've always used a vitamin C serum, so mm-hmm. it could be a little bit much for some people. Okay. So these are on the days where my, fi- I want to like brighten the skin. I have, um, a small, uh, area of dark spots that's going to, that's coming around, um, near my eye, kind of like on my right hand side of my eye. So I don't know. I love a good vitamin C serum. I think vitamin C is so great for everybody. And also it gives you antioxidant protection in addition to wearing a sunscreen, mm-hmm. using an antioxidant also helps with reducing the amount of damage caused in the skin due to sun exposure. Uh, and free radicals, that's a big free one. Free radicals, yeah. Um, then I have two more. I have the Clinique Smart Serum. This is for somebody, if you've never tried the Clinique Smart Serum, go and grab a sample. It is one of my top favorite serums because it helps with all skin concerns. So it helps with texture, fine lines, uh, brightness, dark spots. Mm -hmm. If you are somebody who wants everything all in one, Clinique Smart does it all. And I do see a difference um, in the fine lines between my brows and the texture of my skin because I believe there is like a small amount of salicylic acid in this formula. Mm -hmm. And then this is not really, I don't consider it so much like a serum, but when I have really bad redness flare-ups, I have this honey... It's called a honey ampoule, and it's by a Korean brand called Nature Republic. It is literally like slathering delicious like liquid honey on your face, but it sinks in, and it really helps reduce my redness. So serums can kind of be... They run the gamut, basically. A, a genre where you really can find anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does take some trial and error, but if you're somebody like me who is a product junkie and you're willing to try things for different concerns... I would I say I spent them I spend my most of my money on serums because they are more concentrated they mm-hmm. are a more expensive product yeah what so about you the serums that I've been using right now um I I've also been using I've been using this for a long time um I still haven't used it up it's another Nature Republic honey but it's a real Nature Essence this is a serum it's not the same consistency as the one that Laura was talking about it's actually a little bit more of um I like that it's thick. No, it's it's quite it's, thin it's though. It's thin, but it's like a nice, silky, glidey. Ooh. It's like a thinned out honey. Ooh, I think I would like this. Yeah, this is really. nice. It's almost like if you mixed honey with a very lightweight gel, creamy. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's actually yeah, it's a gel texture. Yeah. This one's nice. Um, Ooh. my skin really likes the Ordinary's Buffet Serum, which is a multi peptide um, based serum. So it's actually kind of just targets, um, pretty much fine lines yeah fine lines signs of aging um it's a very inexpensive product i believe it's only 15 dollars. you can find it at sephora.com right now or the ordinary's website um it's just this is kind of just like a multi-benefit all-around serum that i've been really liking 
Um, yeah, I've used that before. As far as like a vitamin C, I've actually used the Ordinary's um, Absorbable Glucoside Solution, 12%. So this is also a brightening serum with a vitamin C derivative. So vitamin C, again, it helps with the, you know, it destroys the free radicals. Um, there are different types of vitamin C in skincare. Um, and Gothamista on YouTube has a whole very long video about the different types of vitamin C. There are different types and different skins can react differently to it. So I'm not a dermatologist. I don't know the ins and outs of vitamin C. I just know that my skin has not reacted to this one. This mm -hmm. is the asorbyl glucoside because you can have the um, asorbic acid, right? asorbic glucoside, actual just vitamin c which is very very strong and can be very irritating so you guys need to do your research on that um but the ordinary does make some really good um solutions of this stuff yeah so those are the serums i've been liking um oh and as a general rule of thumb if you are somebody who tends to react to certain things always maybe try a sample and if you can't try a sample do a patch test yes so you're not completely like ruining your skin or having this and crazy reaction to something if you're new to serums and anything with an active like let's say an acid um, like a direct acid would be something like a very high concentrate of the lactic acid. Like good genes, some people have been known to start peeling because of that mm -hmm. um, as a side effect of lactic acid. There's glycolic acid, all this other stuff. You really don't want to try these things on the same day at the same time of day. Mm -hmm. Do, yeah, especially start if you're going to do retinol. That's a whole other well, thing. Well, yeah, that's a whole other That's thing. a whole other, that's a whole other episode. So start slow. Pick low. out a basic serum, see if you like it, and see if you notice a difference. Um, and then going on to another basic in your skincare routine, you want to choose a moisturizer. Now, some people love a daytime moisturizer with SPF. Some people like to do a daytime and then a nighttime choice. It is so personal, and a lot of it comes down to like how much moisture you need or hydration. So there is a difference between moisture and hydration. Hydration is adding water to the skin. So that would be for somebody who is producing a lot of oil, who is quite dehydrated. Um, a moisturizer is adding oils to the skin. So that is gonna be the best for somebody with a drier skin type. Um, and for me, I love texture. Texture is everything for me. I'm such a tactile person. And I really prefer a thick moisturizer day and night. Um, that is just my preference. Some people like a lighter weight texture. Some people want sunscreen in their moisturizer. I personally don't want to do that. So I wear a separate sunscreen. Mm -hmm. um, and my favorite moisturizers right now, I have tons of moisturizers. I am like sitting on so many right now. Um, I had a sample size from Sephora from Drunk Elephant. It's their proteiny mm -hmm. cream. Yeah, that's a peptide cream. A multi-peptide cream. I like that a lot. It's, it is um, like a gel look, but it feels very thick, if that makes sense. Um, my Smart, my Clinique Smart Nighttime Moisturizer, I'm using a sample of that. I actually think those could be dupes of one another. They're really similar in texture. Yeah. And the Smart Night Cream has um, tons of skincare benefits like the serum, but in a moisturizing formula. Um, and they, your moisturizers can be quite watery and thin too. I do love like layering my uh, moisturizers. 
um, doing something quite light first and then sealing it in with something heavier on top. Karina? So for daytime, um, I have noticed that my skin, it's actually dehydrated. Um, and when I mean dehydrated, I actually learned this from Carolyn Hirons. If you, the way to tell it, if your skin's really dehydrated is it, does it feel like, is there like a surface dryness when you run your fingers over it? And also if you wear makeup, do you find that you're getting by the end of the day, it looks like you have bits of pigment on the surface of your skin because that means your skin is drinking up the water in your foundation because mm-hmm. it's dehydrated and you're left with, it almost looks like you have like almost a powdery effect. Yeah. That happens to me. Okay. Um, so I do have dehydrated skin. So I I tend to go for lighter layers of hydration. Mm-hmm. Um, but at night, I do like the belief... Uh, what is this one? The True Cream Moisturizing Balm. This one's nice. And then I do actually use a sleeping mask as well. Um, I still love the belief one. That's a great one. The Aqua Bomb Sleeping Mask. I've been using the Laneige uh, Water Sleeping Mask in the lavender scent right now, though. And so, I, yeah, hydrating would be to add water to the skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, guys, hydration actually does start from the inside out. If you guys do drink a lot of water, your skin will actually make it. It does make a difference. My, mm-hmm. I am the worst at drinking water. Really? I drink so much <laughs> water at work. I am the worst at drinking water. Anybody who knows me is like, yeah, she doesn't like You don't water. even like, you just I don't, don't like even the like of water. water. I'm insane. <laughs> I know, I know, I get it. It's fine. I like something with a little flavor yeah that's okay but you know what if you drink a ton of water wow i've yeah i do notice a difference my skin looks so much better my lips actually look plumper and you know and also if you (laughs) if you are somebody who drinks alcohol alcohol is very dehydrating for the skin especially like waking up with that hangover girl you look as rough yeah yeah as i drink a drink a glass of rosé same but then you drink a glass of water in between Oh, um, so keep hydrated. It's super important. And it also just helps you feel better. Water yeah. just is like everything in so, life. So, yeah. And in the morning, <laughs> um, as far as moisturizer goes, um, makeup does not sit well on my face if I have a lot of products underneath. Mm-hmm. So I just, I've been using the Clinique Hydrating Jelly. Yeah. That one and is then, very, very light. And then sunscreen and then a primer if I want to use a primer right. that day. My face does not... I, I, a lot of product usually doesn't work well on my face. Yeah, and I do think moisturizer is something you also don't need to spend a lot of money on because its mm. primary purpose is to keep the skin feeling moist and supple. It kind of seals everything else right. in. But yeah. it, and it and there are great moisturizers at every single price point. So I say spend your money on your serum and keep the rest of your routine in your budget. I mean, there's no reason why people are... This is the thing. What is the deal with La Mer? I was just going to say that. Why I was just we, thinking of the mirror. I was like, why are we spending moisturizer dollars for, for a, a face cream. cream? It's cream. And also, okay, here's another thing that I... Is it a placebo effect? Yes, because I have also come across um, at working at like a beauty counter. You also need to understand the realities of what a serum and a moisturizer can do as far as fighting lines and wrinkles <laughs> so if you are somebody who already is seeing loss of elasticity um lot like thicker lines in the face deeper set lines that have been there for quite some time a jar of moisturizer or gonna, a serum will no. not have the same effect as number one a filler or botox so yeah. when you come to a skincare routine you cannot expect a miracle to happen because aging occurs 
gravity happens. Our <laughs> face gets pulled down. Our lines yep. get more increased. We, we frown. We smile. We laugh. And there are lines yeah. that are going to be permanently etched there. Yeah. Your skincare can help your skin look smoother and softer because it is more hydrated and plumped. But it is not the same as getting I, a Botox treatment. I just thought of something. So you know how they how dentists say that once you start losing enamel, you know toothpastes no that say that they build enamel. It's no, not right. Enamel no. doesn't build. You're born with the enamel in the teeth that you have. <laughs> right. You cannot. You can't add any more to it unless you get veneers. Same thing with yeah. your face. If you already have really deep set wrinkles, a cream is not going to bring your face back to its youthful glory. No, and it, and that is okay, but understanding the reality of what literally like it, a jar of moisturizer could do, it prevents right. further. Right. And further especially issues. like a sunscreen. So, and especially I also believe sunscreen. I also believe there's no better time like the present than to start taking better care better care of your skin. Yeah. And I also let's going to make this is going to make a great segue into talking about sunscreen because sunscreen is like the number 1 best thing you can be doing for your skin now that'll help your skin look better later on Karina that's why I was going to say that's why I don't think serum is the most important step Mm. I think sunscreen is the most important step you guys absolutely just need to find a sunscreen that works for you so I work indoors but I don't care I use a sunscreen every single day yeah I've been very religious about it um and you know, I'm not, I don't go out in the sun. I don't, I'm not a sun seeker. I don't love the summertime. I kind of hate the summertime. <laughs> um, I appreciate a nice sunny day. I can only take a very hot sunny day for maybe 40 minutes and I'm done. Yeah. I can't do it. Um, but a sunscreen, first of all, the sun ha- rakes, wreaks so much havoc on your skin. Um, it sun- can age you. Right you know, years and years in but, advance. And sun and sun damage is the number one cause of fine lines, wrinkles, mm-hmm. loss of elasticity. Just, because these the sun is yeah. the sun's rays penetrate your skin and destroy and destroy, the and cells, destroy yeah. your DNA. And so what that yeah. means is that those five those networks of collagen uh, fibers in the skin break down. They're literally like breaking down like from the sun. Like it's how like, how like a piece of paper will break down if it sits outside. Like, you know what I mean? No, it's like a photo. You, the, you know the magnifying glass trick? Yes. With the sun. If you um point it at your face for long enough, you're gonna burn a hole. Yeah, it's so not don't good. <laughs> don't so, use a sunscreen. So the and the guys and, and SPF thirty at least. Can we can we not with this SPF fifteen bullshit? That's not gonna do anything. Only if you reapply it. If you reapply it constantly. And you know what? If I go indoors and I'm indoors all day working I I find it hard to reapply. I can never really reapply my sunscreen. And if I do, it would have to be in some kind of a spray or powder form, mm-hmm. which Supergoop does. But I'm indoors for the next nine hours. And by the time I leave, it's nighttime. Well, and I think that... I'm just doing it for the incidental moments I, I, I'm out in right. the car or on transit or yeah. something. But for but people still. that like to be out in the sun, I love to be out in the sun when it is spring and summer because... The sun makes my, it keeps my mood lifted. I do have like seasonal affective disorder. And so I really get tired. the vitamin D. And cranky in the fall <laughs> and wintertime because I'm just like sick of it. And so when the sun comes out, I literally am, like my husband says, I'm solar powered. Like I instantly, like my mood is better. I love to be outdoors. And, but at the same time, I know that if I stand, if I sit outside for 10 minutes, 
I am getting sun Oof. damage. My skin will burn because I am quite fair. And and any color, any skin tone you are, you are still getting sun damage. It yeah. doesn't matter if you're porcelain skinned or if you have a deeper skin tone, you are still receiving that damage. And over time, it is not immediately that you see these effects unless you get a sunburn. Later on down the road, you will see the effects of ex- long-time exposure to the sun. So um, I would say find a great sunscreen. And you can find a good sunscreen that doesn't feel like that traditional creamy, sticky, Oof, stings your eyes sunscreen. And I think Ooh, that's why for so long I did not do it. I didn't wear it because I felt like putting that on an already oily skin, on a broken out skin, just was the most uncomfortable it gross just, feeling it just on makes earth me shudder maybe that's why i really hated going to the beach as a yeah. kid yeah the sunscreen we, okay. would like all the sand would stick we to it we grew Ugh. up in hawaii and if i had japanese sunscreen then i probably wouldn't have hated going to the beach as much right. as i did so I we've hate the oh western sunscreens look at you copper tone and banana boat Oh, sorry just, but no i bought a shimmery copper tone sunscreen the other day because but is it, it was oily and shimmery greasy? i don't know i haven't tried it yet okay so there's two types of sunscreens There is a physical block, and then there is a chemical sunscreen. Mm -hmm. And physical block sunscreens are your traditional white zinc oxide oxide, titanium dioxides. And what that means, this is also known as like a mineral sunscreen. So titanium dioxide and zinc oxides are actual minerals that create a physically a, a physical barrier on the screen where the sun's rays reflect off. And so yeah. that's where you get that white cast. So somebody of a deeper skin tone, they look ashy with a zinc oxide. Um it just looks gray and pink on the skin. That is because those are actual physical particles of minerals that are sitting on top of your skin and then it's reflecting, reflecting the, the sun's, sun's rays. rays. And so there are also better physical sunscreens now. Technology has gotten way better, so yeah. you can find one if that is something that you prefer. And there are a lot of people that choose physical and mineral sunscreens over chemical because there's still not a ton of studies saying chemical sunscreens are better nor worse, but some people prefer that more, quote-unquote, natural side of sunscreen. Yeah. And so chemical sunscreens, um, they would have ingredients like, I believe, octanoxate. Octanoxate, avobenzone, anything with a O-N-E yeah. or an A-T-E so, is kind of more on like the chemical side. And a chemical sunscreen is something that you would put on. It would actually take in the sun's rays and absorb them. And um, it kind of actually takes them into your skin, but absorbs them and I think breaks them down. Something, yeah. Again, don't quote me on that, but it absorbs rather than reflects. Correct. Um, and so the number one sunscreen that I have found that I've loved, and I just kind of, it's just a good basic, um, everybody on Reddit skincare addiction loves this. <laughs> um, it's the Biore Aqua Rich Watery Essence. It's SPF 50 plus, and it's a PA plus 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 plus. Again, don't really know what that means, but I love this formula. It is a chemical sunscreen, it's by the way. It's a chemical sunscreen, but it's unlike any Western, and when I say Western sunscreen, I mean like something you'd find in a Target in the USA, like Correct. a copper tone, Neutrogena. a beach bum, right. a banana boat. Yeah. Um, it is a watery essence sunscreen, which means it actually goes on kind of like as a gel cream consistency, a very thin gel cream. But it blends out and it dries down. It matte. It dries down clear, and it feels like you have nothing on. It looks it's not heavy. It looks like you're putting. It feels like water on the skin. Yeah. So for somebody of a a medium to deep skin tone who is this more would be concerned, perfect. it's clear. 
who is concerned about that gray yeah. white cast on the skin or anybody who just hates that look and feel of a sunscreen in mm-hmm. that way this sunscreen has literally changed my life I have gotten all of my friends and their family hooked on it. You yeah. know who you are. Um, you can find this on Amazon. They usually have them in like two packs because I always feel like you should get, you should be having a lot of sunscreen around because you should be using a lot of it anyway. Use more than you think, guys. Yeah. And this is great under makeup. Yeah. There is, I use it as a primer. Yeah. It dries down, doesn't feel dewy, doesn't feel super matte. It just feels like you kind of put water on your and face. It's SPF 50. And guys, okay, so SPF means sun protection factor. It's the amount of time that you can spend in the sun. Not the strength of right. how it good it protects. It doesn't mean it's strong. It means that you can technically stay in the sun for longer the higher the SPF is right. before you have to reapply. Now, as far as reapplying sunscreen, there are different options. Let's say you're actually at the beach out in the sun or like you're basically if you're outdoors in the sun, you should be reapplying your sunscreen. Um, because really your the effectiveness of the SPF will go down after that specified time, technically. If you're putting on the correct amount, which is for your face, a lot. It's going to be like two think, teaspoons. No, worth. I think it was like, a. it says a quarter of a teaspoon. A quarter of a teaspoon? I thought it was two teaspoons. No, that's a lot. I mean, go, I mean, go ham if you want. Slather it on if you need to. I think but, your whole body is a full shot glass of sunscreen. That, make, that makes sense. Which is an ounce. Yeah. That's a lot. And and you know what? Sunscreen is usually sold in like a five ounce tube. So that literally should last five you. times? Oh, wow. That should last you five times if you're doing it correctly. But it, it depends on how much skin you are you are also exposing. Yeah. So um, sunscreen is very complicated. I understand. But sunscreen is so vital in your skin looking better in the future. Yeah. And Go ahead. Sorry, I, have, I just thought of something. I watched this really cool, it was a, either a BuzzFeed video or Refinery29, um, where they're talking about how much sunscreen is effective. And so they actually were um, having this girl test out on camera with a UV camera, Ooh. different sunscreen formulas. Like okay. she also used a physical sunscreen. Um, I know she used a stick. She used like a powder sunscreen foundation uh-huh. and it was actually really interesting to see the amount of a f- like coverage that you're getting from these different so products. What so was... she had the, a chemical sunscreen in the stick form. Um, so on the UV camera, the, the parts that are being protected by the sun turn black. So okay. as she's drawing this sunscreen on her face, it's literally like she's drawing like a black Sharpie marker on her face. So it's really effective. Was there was there a was there one product that they determined what that had the, the most coverage? She um she it was a really it was a sunscreen stick basically. Oh, um, but then she had to blend it in. So obviously right. she's using like a powder foundation with a sunscreen in it, mm-hmm. and it was really really light coverage. You, there was barely anything oh, right. showing up on the camera. Right. But like a lotion sunscreen was her best bet, and okay. using a lot of it, guys. You need to use a lot. Remember, mm-hmm. even like the tops of your ears. Your neck, your décolleté. The back of your back neck. back of your neck. If you put your hair up like me, yeah. the back of your neck is also something that you do not look at. And I just saw, you just sent me something on Instagram where Supergoop is coming with a hair part sunscreen. Yes, so people that yeah. part their hair, you are also getting a sun damage yeah. on that scalp. And also that could be what is causing flakiness because that skin is so dried out yeah. and not maybe not burned, but it's getting dried out. And so that's kind of smart. And so it's like this powder sunscreen it's like a dry shampoo with hmm. spf in it which is actually kind of genius yeah and i use like uv 
you know, sprays after I color my hair because suns the sun, oh, like, fades your hair color. Another yeah. super goop item. They came out with an SPF 30 shimmery cream eyeshadow. I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> I think but putting a you? putting a sunscreen on your eyelids is also helpful. I mean, it makes don't you sense, think? But I already put sunscreen on my face, including my eyelids. Oh, you I mean, do. I get if you're like sitting by the pool and you want extra protection, and you're like, oh, I'll look cute and shimmery while doing it. Go for it. Right. I just think it's kind of a superfluous. Product. I think it'd be it would be a good like if they just came out with like shades as An like SPF a base, primer. like a SPF shadow yeah. base. Yeah. There you go. Um. All right. So now what we're gonna talk about are the kind of the fun accessories all being super extra in our skincare and we will be right back after this break all right we're back so we have built a basic skincare routine we've got a cleanser we've got a serum we have our moisturizer picked out and we have a great sunscreen we like to use every single day what's next i love the concept of having a skincare wardrobe. Now, this is not for everybody. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying everybody needs to go out and buy tons of product to suit their skin. Um, But as somebody who really loves using skincare and uses it as a self-care ritual, I love having lots of different types of products that I can reach for when my skin is drier, has more redness in it, if I'm experiencing breakout or dullness, and that is what a skincare wardrobe means. It can also mean changing your skincare seasonally if your skin um, goes through different changes. If you live in a very dry climate um, or if you live in a very cool, you know, moist climate, it just depends. Like if your skin is really, really dry in the wintertime, you may want to switch up the types of products you use during that yeah. time of month to give you what it needs. You're not going to use a gel moisturizer when it's minus 20 degrees out and it's, it's not gonna super do cold. Yeah. So having a skincare wardrobe is just the concept of finding products that suits your skin's needs when they arise. So for me, I have rosacea, my skin gets really red, and then I also have lots of uneven texture. So my skincare wardrobe is my basic routine and then I'll add in things like acids when my skin is looking dull I have scrubs and then for redness I have redness reducing uh, serums I have cooling masks and so it's really assessing your skin on a day-to-day basis if you are somebody whose skin is the same every single day you don't need this this is not something that is necessary for you but if you do experience changes in your skin on a occasional need or an an occasional basis you may want to think about incorporating different types of those basics or accessories into your routine to suit those needs and so we're going to segue into being super extra with your skincare and Karina what are some fun accessories or extras you throw in to give your skin a boost make it a little bit of a treat how do you incorporate those things and what are those things? Um, so my number one treat for me would be a mask. So there are obviously different types of masks out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably the easiest and most cost effective way just to spruce up your face and just have, you know, a nice relaxing 30 to 40 minutes if you have it. Even like if it's a 10 minute mask, use a sheet mask. I know you don't love a sheet mask, but... <laughs> I have the argument for it. So it's, 
you know, sheet masks can be as low as a dollar or mm-hmm. as bougie as like something from Charlotte Tilbury, which is a dry sheet mask for like twenty dollars. Yeah. Um, I personally go to the cheaper ranges. <laughs> um, if a mask is like more than five dollars, I oh, just n- I won't get it. No. No. <laughs> if it's something I'm gonna put on my face for like thirty minutes and throw it, literally throw it in the trash. Yeah. No, I'm I'm willing to pay a dollar ninety to uh, three dollars for it. And that's now, good. are you using sheet masks for immediate benefit? Yes. Okay. Sheet masks, in my opinion, do not give you long term benefits. Yeah. It is immediate only because it's a very large dose of moisture and hydration mm-hmm. in one go. Um, yeah, I would only say that I sheet mask just for the hell of it. I'm not using it to fix a skin concern because right. thirty minutes with a bunch of stuff on my face is not gonna right. fix the problem. It's, um, it's yeah. basically for me, sheet masks are for a big moisture boost. Okay. Um, my favorite sheet masks right now are going to be the peach slices one you can find from Target. I really love the, just like the smell of them, and they're like absolutely drenched in serum, Ugh. so you can actually save the serum, which I do, <laughs> and reuse it the next day if you want. Okay. Um, so I use masking time as just a way to just chill out, get off my phone because yes. I don't have my glasses on. Well, oh yeah. I take off my glasses, right. obviously. Right. Um, I kind of lie down and just chill for a little bit. It's like a nice, for me, a mask is a treat. And I also have been really loving wash off masks. Oh, I love wash off masks. I always masks. love wash off masks. Um, I do one maybe three or four times a week. Okay. Um, Wait, yeah. before, what what do you, what is a wash-off mask? <laughs> so, typically masks that are wash-off, basically you spread them on the face. Usually they will dry down depending on the type, and then you rinse them off. Okay. Um, I do find that certain wash-off masks do actually have a long-term, not a longer term, but it takes a few days. So, let's say you're using a charcoal mask. My skin tends to purge after I've used a charcoal oh, mask. Oh, okay. So, if I feel like a breakout coming on, um, I can actually even spot treat with a charcoal mask. Okay. And it'll actually help dry it out, or it'll usually bring whatever was under the surface to a head, and that way it can... It, it will go away faster. Yeah. Um, some wash-off masks that I've really been liking, I've been really liking the Bliss line. They have some great masks. I just used the Honey and Lavender one tonight. It's super moisturizing, and I felt like my skin was really dehydrated today, so that's mm-hmm. why I used it. I used it immediately after I got out of the shower, so that's the best time, I think, if you're going to do a mask because yes. your skin is still and it's moist. Like, and it's soft. Your skin is moist, and it's basically prepped to take in whatever you put on it. Right. And if you... You always want to have a mask on... Excuse me, a wash-off mask, especially, like, a clay mask. You always want to at least have some kind of hydration on your skin, like, whether that's a mist or even if you just lightly pat your face with uh, lukewarm water. Um, I don't like putting... I do not put masks on just dry skin. That just yeah. feels like it's not actually penetrating anything. Oh, Okay. So I love the honey mask from Bliss. The marshmallow one as well is really good. Ooh, that's a really good one. It smells really good. Too. I have one from them. It's called Mint Chip Mania. Yeah, I haven't used that oh, one yet. You should try it. And this is for, I love this, this because. This is a dry skin issue. This is for somebody with dry skin, but especially for somebody with redness because it has such a good cooling effect on the skin. Mint. Oh, you're smart. And it looks like, a, it literally looks like mint chocolate chip ice cream. Okay. Smells exactly like it, but it's this moisturizing Ooh delicious thick mask 
but it, the Those chocolate the chocolate chips are yeah. actually shea butter. Yeah. So you moist you um, spread it onto the skin, and then before you wash it off, you kind of massage it and the those shea particles melt into the skin so when you wash it off you're feeling refreshed but very moisturized yeah bliss is a really good line um, and they're very affordable yeah super affordable another really good affordable line that i i don't have any at the moment but i used to love a couple years back is freeman oh yeah freeman has really they're good so wash off masks and peel off masks i don't have any peel off masks now um mm-hmm. but i used to love peeling that stuff that's off. a fun treat I love and they're it. so and the tubes are humongous they're you, huge they last me years, years. yeah years. that was a good i um, like they had like a pineapple enzyme one that l- smelled really good and yes it, it was really nice and um as far as like higher end masks i've actually never used a higher end mask i think a mask for me is like if you keep it cheap then i don't feel guilty about only using it for 20 minutes at a time mm-hmm. so bliss makes really great ones i mean drugstore brands are usually actually pretty good with masks. Everybody's um, on the mask train. You can find a mask ever anywhere. Especially a sheet mask. Sheet masks yeah. are literally everywhere. Right. Yeah, super cheap option. I just love it because it just literally forces me to just relax. Well, relax. <laughs> yeah, I have so a hard time with that. I love a mask. Um, my favorite type of mask is an overnight mask, Ooh. which by marketing. If it's called an overnight it's mask, a it's basically a moisturizer, <laughs> but in such a way that it creates, in, in my opinion, overnight masks seem a little bit on the lighter side, which seems interesting because mm-hmm. moisturizers are usually quite thick, but yeah. an overnight mask deeply penetrates the skin. It keeps your skin soft and like bouncy the next day. Mm-hmm. I really love an overnight mask. Um, Clinique makes a great one. I'm also using the Summer Fridays jet lag mask at night sometimes. That also has a cooling effect. Anything that keeps my face feeling cool is, like, good in my book because my face is always, like, warm and, like, annoying. (laughs) Um, And then some other types of accessories are oils. Oh, yeah. Oils can be used... By anyone. By anyone. But there's also different types of oils. So when you feel different uh, oils... It can have like a lighter, thinner, it absorbs dryer. quickly, kind of like almost, yeah, like a yeah, drier, dryer texture. Oil. You'll know what we mean. Um, one of the drier oils that I really love is by the brand Carez, and it is the Wild Rose, what is this called? Wild Rose Oil, Vitamin C Active Brightening Oil. Um, it's a very dry, thin, thin, thin formula, so it sinks in quite fast, and there are little rose petal bits in the bottle. And I love to use this when I want to use more vitamin C. So I'll use a vitamin C serum Mm -hmm. and then I'll pat this onto the skin and it sinks in quite fast. I Um, love it. As far as oils go, I actually just started using oils. So I, um, I tend to go for a little bit of a heavier oil, not a crazy thick one by any means, but I like the rosehip oil from Mario Badescu. And I've also gotten, um, a jar of marula oil um, I know or- the Ordinary does one that's really cheap. Um, also, La- uh, not La Mer, Drunk Elephant does a marula oil for like $80. $80. And the Ordinary has a marula oil for $7. So, yeah. You get can that what you, you know, right. take, that for, take from that what you will. But I also use the one from um, A Cure that's nice. So, oils, it kind of depends on your preference, but people will either use them before moisturizer or after so or even I, mixed in or even mixed yeah. in yeah and so i tend to do my oils before my moisturizer and yeah. let that 
just sink in let for it, a while. Yeah, let it hang um, out. But if you use oils over, it's it acts more as like a seal. Yeah. Over and because, the, um, the moisture and keeps everything in there because it's right. an occlusive. Yeah, there's a term called occlusive, which means it is like a barrier. So like Vaseline yeah. is like the ultimate occlusive yeah. product because no uh, moisture can go out and nothing else can come back in. So right. when you are like super chapped in areas on the face or the lips, wearing like that thick Vaseline kind of product helps lock in that moisture. But that is going to be your last step because It'll just trap in whatever was on before it. Yeah, um, and there are certain oils for even types like acneic skins. Oh, yeah. And I don't think oily skins should shy away from using oils. I think they It'll can... Re- it helps to balance yeah, I oil love production oils. in your skin. Do you want to try this rose hips mask? Yeah, but it's oil. also like... It's an accessory. You don't have to have an oil. This one's really thin. I'm using the rose hip oil on Laura. Oh, yeah. It's really... Th- it's a oh, really thin one. Oh, really thin? Yeah. It feels, like, watery. Yeah, it does feel watery. So I like to tap that over the skin. Interesting. Right. Wow. It doesn't even feel like an oil. And then the emerald oil from Herbivore, oh, which I have talked to, very is nourishing very one. nourishing, very thick. Um, I love to use this at night when I feel like my skin needs extra moisture. Um, so those are kind of um, a couple... I only have two oils, and those are the two that I incorporate into my skincare routine. Um, another fun thing to add in are face mists. Yes. There's so many different, oh. I think everybody has a face Everyone's mist. Everyone is on the mist but you, And the thing that I like to look for in a mist is, number one, is the mist fine? Like, yes. is it not going to just squirt out <laughs> in my face? Like, I got this, um, Fourth Ray Beauty <laughs> Mellow Milk Mist. She and I'm going to spray this I'm in gonna, my face. I'm going to spray it across the room it's because, at- oh, I, Oh, that didn't look so well, bad. Well, now it's fine now, but it's a really forceful, it's, it's forceful I just fine. sprayed that on my face and damn, it is like, <laughs> it is intense. It's a lot. So I think one of the nicest mists Ugh. is the Pixie Hydrating Milky Mist. The spray for this yeah. is so fine. I literally have to I put it like an inch from my face because it doesn't feel like I'm getting anything I let, on I it. tried this a little while ago while oh. you were doing something. Oh yeah, it's really, really fine. It's so fine, but it's so nice. It's, it I smells really good. Literally, okay, so because my skin does feel tight after the shower, um, I tend to take very hot showers. Me too. Not, not great for dry skin, but you know, whatever. Um, my skin usually feels really tight right after the shower. So this is the first thing that I grab on my Ooh. shelf as my skin is still damp That's just nice. to make sure that my skin isn't drying out. Um, and then just so you guys know, um, even though you're misting, if you're going to mist, make sure it's either right before you add skincare because as the water in the mist evaporates, it's going to evaporate with the water in your own skin. Yeah. So be careful about Don't mists. just mist and call it a day. Yeah. Misting helps prep the skin. Or it it helps refresh makeup after a little while. Like, in the day, like, if you are wearing, like, a lot of powder on the face and you look powdery. It kind of helps to settle it all back down into the skin. A mist can help, like, keep it looking like skin again. Can we really, really quickly run over the K-Beauty 10-step skincare routine? Okay. Okay. So, this is the the, uh, cornerstone of any (laughs) skincare addiction. Skincare addiction. (laughs) It's probably, for me, it's going to start with the K-Beauty routine. By K-Beauty, we mean Korean beauty. So, Korean culture is very into the preservation and maintenance of a very youthful, bouncy skin. Yes. They're into a very dewy look. Yes. Ah, what is that word for it? Chalk-chalk? Chalk-chalk, yes. It's a very, literally, like, wet-looking skin. Dewy. So. Juicy. They, the 10-step would be... One, an oil cleanse. I don't know if I can do this off the top of my head. Two, (laughs) 
cleanser. A cleanser. Second cleanse. So oil cleanse, water cleanse. Uh, three would be an essence. And by essence, we mean a very light hydrator, basically a moisturizing toner. But like, a, it's, it, it looks like, it's like water. water. But there's a moisturizing or a hydrating factor to it. Yes. Um, and then there is toner. Toner? Sure. Essence. Okay, so <laughs> oil cleanse, water cleanse, essence, ampoule slash serum. serum. Basically the same thing. They have different names for them. Um, and then we have... God, that's only one. Well, there's an eye cream. Six. Oh, eye cream. Yes. <laughs> eye cream. Some of them mask every night. I, that's a, a sheet lot. mask. That's a lot for me. Mm-hmm. Um, already at this point, I'm like, oh, Jesus. Um, what else? Um, and then some people use oils. Sure. I need to look this up. And then a moisturizer and then maybe a sleeping mask. Um, and, a it's, lip, and a lip mask. And a lip mask. <laughs> yep. Okay. 10. Okay. Well, I'm just going to Google this now because well, this is insane. Basically, every, I think this is where the skincare explosion came from because... There's so many things. People were talking about this 10-step routine as if, like, this was the, the key and the secret to ah. beautiful skin. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Really quick. One, makeup remover slash oil cleanser. Two, water-based cleanser. Three, exfoliator. So, oh. usually an acid. Okay. Four, toner. Five, <laughs> Essence. Wow. Six treatments, i.e., your Serum. serums. Seven sheet masks. Oh my god. Eight eye cream. <laughs> nine moisturizer and ten sun protection. Oh. Okay. okay. So if I was gonna use all ten steps of those before my makeup, I guarantee <laughs> you, if I tried to even swipe something on my face, it would just slide right off with the amount of moisture on my face. It's, it's you don't need to use all these steps, guys. It's yeah. just. It's just its own thing. It exists in its own world, and I pick and choose what I like from it. Like, I use a mist right after I get out of the shower because I've used an oil cleanser and a water cleanser. Then I use a mm-hmm. mist. Then I use a serum. Then I use an eye cream. So you basically have the routine. I have the routine, but I don't use it every single day. Right. Um, again, my skin is, especially if I'm going to wear makeup, I don't, no, nothing sits right on top of a lot of skincare for me. Yeah. At night, at night, it's another story. My skin has nothing else going on right. for the day. Um, and I also think that your skincare routine at night is more important than the one during the day. I think your most important um, step in your routine during the day is your sunscreen and moisturizer. Yeah. At night is your time, is the time where skin Renews can itself. heal itself, can yeah. repair itself. Um, so you want to look for your actives at night, um, your really deep nourishing moisturizers at night, your oils, because that's the, it's going to stay on your face for, you know, however long you sleep, six to eight hours more if you sleep more. (laughs) Um, and I think that your skin and especially this is so weird, but like when you were lying horizontally, your face, everybody sees like babies sleeping and they have like that warm, like like flushed cheek because all that blood flow is back onto your face and then when you get up in the morning you have that kind of puffy bouncy look it's because all that <laughs> fluid is still in your face oh that's why that's you're why puffier people... in the morning i see and that's all why the people fluid like is to, just settled like to eye roll in the mornings with their oh, eye creams yeah. i loved in the morning my morning like moisturizer i just like go actually when i start cleansing my skin i am like giving myself a face massage because I love the feeling of that. Gets that circulation going. Yeah. Um, so there are so many types of skincare accessories out there. It is really up to you to do your research. If you even, number one, want to incorporate anything like that into your skincare routine. Two, your budget. 
this shit can get expensive, people. Like, skincare mm-hmm. is not cheap, but it can be if you are finding the right products that suit your budget. Um, and you can find a $50 mask, but you can also say, like, well, I'm only going to use that twice a week, and that'll last me more than a year. So is that worth it? It's up to you. I think, like, determine what is going to be right for your budget and right for your face. Number one, you're not going to buy something that is just not for you. If you are already super dry, I don't think you would want to go out and buy, like, a drying charcoal mask. That's going to yeah. dry it out even more, right? Like yeah. You want to add those moisturizers to your skin. So like, I think be smart about it. It's, like, figure out what you feel like you could use on a weekly basis yeah. and incorporate those like, if you like. And there is no reason why, like, your budget should, like, you know, restrain you from trying things like you can find great stuff at the drugstore. Oh, it absolutely. It doesn't have to be crazy expensive. And you know, I use the same cleanser. I don't have different cleansers. I've used the same cleanser for mm, years. 2 years at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I don't stray from my cleanser cuz I know that's what works. There are sometimes where I have like skincare FOMO, if that's a thing. Oh, yeah. I follow a ton of skincare influencers on Instagram, and yeah, I get it. The shelfies are great, but at the same time, I'm realistic, and I'm like, I'm never going to use all of this. Right, and I have so, and that's yeah. the thing. It's like, I want to try these products out, but you know what? Luckily, and they I last. can sample things out now right. because I work at a beauty counter. Well, and they last a really long time, so going yeah. through a moisturizer isn't something you do in a week. It's something that is like for four months. It or takes more. a while, yeah. Yeah. and so being realistic, like, the amount of product that I go through versus the amount of product that I own is very small. <laughs> like, I still yeah, have got a one bottle of glycolic acid toner because I really reduce the amount of times a week that I am using yes, an acid exfoliant. So this has lasted me over a year, and this was maybe $17. Jesus. So it, I mean, skincare can go a long way. It just depends on how you use it. And also, just so you guys know, like, we're obviously not dermatologists. We are not, you know, estheticians. We're not we're experts. Not, we're not certified in anything. We're just certifiably obsessed. We're certifiably obsessed did with you your lo- skin. Okay, did you love that? That was, I think we need to trademark that. <laughs> um, so I hope this was helpful. I it think... was informative. Sorry it was very long, but we have many opinions yeah. and many thoughts on skincare. If, if you... If you obsess about skincare... Yeah like us then you know let us know um i also am of the belief that you're you know what people can put on all of this makeup and have great technique but if you're not going to take care of your skin then what's the point i feel like you know yeah again like yours is the only face you're going to have i mean unless you're jocelyn wildenstein don't know but but also and i also think like there are if somebody I don't know. Like, I'm not, I don't really want to be judgmental of people that want, don't really partake in this area because it, I think of my skincare routine and my love of it as like a hobby. Yeah. Like, my skincare is is my hobby. I love to do it. It's a part of my daily routine and ritual. It's what I love to try. Like, you know how people love to buy clothes? I am a very minimal clothing person. I have, not that Four she doesn't, shirts. Like, it's not that she so, doesn't wear clothes. No, not that I don't wear clothes, but I'm like, <laughs> I am very simplistic in my clothing, and I'm very extra in my skincare. So yeah. it's a hobby for us. And I guess I didn't even 
think about it. I guess that is my hobby. It is a hobby. I is totally agree. cream on my face. Isn't that so weird? But I love it. Um, it's just, for us, it's a very sensorial experience. Yes. I like to just have that time to myself where it's literally just, you know, me. I'm right after my shower. I'm all nice and relaxed and warm in my robe. Mm. And I get to take that time to mm. just pat some stuff in my skin and make, I've, I've, basically feel better about myself because I'm like oh right I'm preserving my youth well and not everybody and it feels good and not everybody does that and that is okay yeah just please wash your face if you're wearing makeup if anything okay guys (laughs) if anything the two most important I don't even care if you moisturize your face if you clean your face and you protect it via sunscreen yes that's a basic at least do that just do that because yep. your sunscreen can also double as a moisturizer. But you guys don't use sunscreen at night. There's no need, obviously. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So if and if you guys have any skincare questions, if you want help in building a skincare routine, let us know. We can totally help you. I, I yeah, used Laura to do this strange. for a living. Like this is yeah. fun for me. I love to help you. I would love to help you find what works for you. Or um, if we have any estheticians that are listening, um, listeners out there, I've actually really considered um going and getting my license in this in aesthetics i always thought it was you know as of this year like lots of changes are happening in my life and i'm now working at a beauty counter but i feel like that's kind of reinforced my love of skincare Mm -hmm. um and i also just really enjoy i have this weird thing i love watching people um estheticians doing facials on okay YouTube. i thought you were gonna say you loved watching p- people pop pimples that too which don't is, worry about you it you are so weird um but it's just such a nice relaxing thing and people feel better after it i think it's just i mean it's something i'm really interested in so if we have any estheticians out there that are listening if you guys want to chime in on either instagram give us an email or anything yeah let us know and obviously again i cannot re- reiterate this enough this is not medical advice no Please go to a dermatologist if you have any questions about certain ingredients. I'm mm-hmm. not an encyclopedia. We just love this as a hobby um, and just wanted to share our routines with you and kind of help you guys understand the basics yeah. um, of a skincare routine. Right. So um, follow us on Instagram at Glow and Tell. You can email us or drop us a line at glowandtellpod at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts and feelings, what we should talk about on our next episode. I want to thank Farron, who was a listener who suggested this episode. I hope you liked it. I know it was going to be, I told you it was going to be really long, so this is going to be a really, really, really long episode. We have many opinions. We apologize, but, you know, grab a snack. It's fine. Um, So let us know what you want to hear from us next. And we post our podcast every Monday. And we hope to see you on Instagram and on our next episode. So thank you so much for listening. All right. Bye. Bye.